Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. Today, I have Lauren here to talk all about uh, the day in a life of her nutrition business. So uh, where she went to nutrition school, how she got started, how she runs her business now. I know that she works a full-time job and does her nutrition business and coaching business on the side. So we'll talk through all of those details together. But first, let me tell you a bit about Lauren. So Lauren is a certified sleep science coach and registered holistic nutritionist with a background in food science. Her experience comes from working in the top naturopathic clinic in Ottawa, Ontario as a nutritionist, sleep expert, and supplement store manager. She has been guiding her clients through insomnia since 2018. Additionally, Lauren has a commerce degree with honors in food administration and a yoga teacher certification, which guides the stress reduction techniques she offers. Her passion for better slumber came from her own five-year experience with insomnia, where she tried everything under the sun to overcome it. Since then, she has been enthusiastically helping others create better sleep using education, stress reduction, lifestyle coaching. Her approach is holistic, meaning looking at balancing the body and mind, yet completely based in the science of nutrition and behavioral sleep science. Lauren is also the creator of Coaching for Insomniacs, a sleep trainer for an employee assistance program and a content creator for Join Sleep Club. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much. And thanks for having me to talk about our business or my business, but you can talk about yours too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, this is fun. And I guess just like for some background, so everybody knows how we know each other. I actually um, was dating somebody who was on a school semester abroad with you. So that's how we first met, which is pretty cool. Yeah, in Poland. In Poland. Yeah, I should have said in Poland. So that was <laughs> we met neat. in Poland. <laughs> and then one of the other um, students who was on that semester let me know that you were doing nutrition and coaching. And um, then we got back in touch. So I'm I'm really excited to have you on. I think it's fun to kind of see how we both went on our own different journeys and have kind of come to do um, something similar. So I'm yeah excited to learn more about your uh, history with getting started in your business. Thank you. Um, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go for it. Ask me something. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, I just kind of wanted to kind of get an idea of where you went to nutrition school for those that maybe don't know your story and when you graduated from nutrition school. Yeah, I went to um, CSNN, the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. I went to the Ottawa School. Um, And well, I really was always very interested in nutrition and that topic was like hot topic around the table with my parents because my mom had a lot of allergies and my dad um, was just interested in in optimal nutrition and he ended up getting diagnosed with Parkinson's in his 40s. Um, So then we, you know, we discussed nutrition around that a lot as well. So 
when I went to school, I actually first went to college um, for hotel and restaurant management. And then, um, and then I transferred some of those credits to university um, in, for a program at Guelph, which was a commerce degree, but for, um, for hospitality and for food administration. And there was a lot of food science in that program as well, which I loved. It was my favorite part. Um, and then after working in hospitality for a few years, it was not a very healthy lifestyle for me, mm. um, despite, you know, how much I loved a good party in my <laughs> teens and <laughs> early 20s. It was definitely working against my overall health. So I just started listening to my body way more than I ever had before. And I started making some pretty big changes and I wanted to learn more about, you know, how I could take control of my own health. And that's when I found the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition and I went and did their program. Um, And I'd say there were things about the program that I really liked, things that I think could be improved, but Mm -hmm. overall it sent my life on a different trajectory because it just got me thinking about my health and, and I'd say maybe even life in a different way and looking at things, um, from more of an optimization perspective rather than from a, you know, just, just survive, like just, um, you know, for, like the the medical, the regular medical system is designed for emergencies. But what do we have that's designed to help us avoid those emergencies, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you're interested yeah. in more of like the holistic approach. Do you think because like that was something, like you said, in your family you talked about? Or did you almost try everything in the medical kind of system for yourself or even for your dad's health and find that there needed to be like another solution to some of those problems? Um, a bit of both. I think, I think most people benefit from using both of those worlds when, when each of them is most appropriate, you know, um, especially with neurology, like you can't discount the, the value that, that, the you know, that doctors in neurology bring and that, um, testing can bring. Um, and my dad even had a brain surgery for his Parkinson's as it got further along. Um, so I think using the resources that are best for you for where you're at right now is, um, is the way, you know, is probably the best approach that I try to, um, I'm losing my words here, but, I I don't like, you know, preaching anything because we all have to do what's best for Mm -hmm. ourselves. And I think it's best just to say, okay, these are the options. Mm -hmm. These are the more holistic lifestyle kind of options and they'll likely have this effect. And then these are the medical options and they'll likely have that effect. And you don't have to choose one or the other. You can do both too. Right. Yeah. I love that. I think there is a place for both. And you know, I never really resonated with, you know, just having all, you know, all medical and more the traditional route or going like full holistic. Like I do think that, that there is room, you know, synergistically to have both, just like you said, depending on what your need is. Um, I kind of want to bring it back to your story of like coming to nutrition school. Now, did you come to nutrition 
because of like that interest in food and food science or because your own like five-year experience with insomnia? In my mid twenties, I just started having a whole bunch of weird health problems. And at a certain point I felt like, um, I felt like I wasn't even really able to properly work because I was so distracted by my health challenges. Um, and I wasn't feeling well on the regular. So um, just a brief recap of what I can remember. Um, in my mid twenties, my hair was falling out. I wasn't sleeping well. Um, I had really low energy, um, had a lot of brain fog. I could feel that I was really reacting to certain foods. Um, I think those are probably the main ones. Oh, Mm -hmm. I started having skin problems Mm. in my twenties. Like in, you know, when you're a teenager, you get some zits and stuff, but in my twenties, I got acne. Like I was getting like deep, deep um, acne. And I thought that was kind of a weird thing to happen in my twenties and not earlier than that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And I could just feel that my lifestyle was impacting that. So went to nutrition school and, um, and from there I started working at NutriChem, which is a naturopathic clinic in Ottawa. I really wanted to work there because they're kind of ahead of the game, um, in terms of doing things in Ottawa that no one else is doing even, um, it, it started off as a pharmacy, but then they grew into a clinic with naturopathic doctors and clinical pharmacists who also do deep prescribing for people who are on a whole bunch of medications and not feeling that well. Um, and then they started hiring nutritionists and, um, and working there. I learned so much. Mm, I bet. <laughs> I definitely felt like I learned a lot in school, but I felt, I, I think I learned more working there than I did from school, but the two combined um, definitely changed my outlook on life. And um, yeah, when I was there was kind of the tail end of me figuring out my sleep stuff. Mm-hmm. And um especially on the days when I was working in the, in the supplement store, because I was the assistant manager of the supplement store. And then I also saw clients in the clinic for nutrition. And um, in the realm of nutrition, I was specializing in cardiovascular. So people who, um, who had high cholesterol Mm -hmm. uh, and then also digestive challenges. Um, so I tried to focus on those two things because otherwise, you know, nutrition such a giant <laughs> black <laughs> hole of could be almost anything, right? <laughs> and was that also because at the clinic, like they had more uh, clients or patients coming in that had those issues or you're just like, I should just pick like one or two things to do? Uh, hmm, I don't remember how the, the cardiovascular stuff started, but I think it's because I... Hmm. I don't remember what came first, but I did, uh, like an additional course just on nutrition for cardiovascular health. Um, mm-hmm. and I found that it was like really eye opening for me, even though I'd, I didn't have my own cardiovascular challenges, but because it's a clinic and we have the naturopathic doctors and the naturopaths do, um, like they run blood work panels. So for their clients, they can see who has high cholesterol. So it was easy for them to say, okay, this has been a challenge for you for a while. Um, 
then we have Lauren who does this specific program to help Mm -hmm. with your cholesterol. So then they could send people to me who actually needed my help with that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it was a good, a really, really, really good team to work for a really supportive team, a really smart team. Um, so I just learned so much from the people who were there, who worked there and, uh, yeah. And then working in the store, there was every single day people coming in saying, what supplement can I take for my sleep? I have a big meeting at work tomorrow or I haven't slept well in a week. And, you know, what can I take to give myself a good sleep tonight? And at that point, I had been to CBTI. I had been to, um, sorry, that's a cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. I had been to um, a Chinese medicine practitioner who was helping me to rebalance my body in other ways. I had been working with one of the naturopaths there at Nutrichem. Uh, and I had, I had pretty much tried every supplement you could buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to just bring it back for a second, um, to you getting started in the naturopath clinic. So did you know, like coming out of school, like I, you know, I just need to like work in a clinic and get experience working there or did like the, um, opportunity fall into your lap Or I'm just kind of curious of like why maybe you went that route instead of like starting your own business right when you got started and and graduated from school. Um, I think for me, I preferred to get a position in a clinic just because I didn't feel like I had the experience to work one-on-one with people. Mm -hmm. I could have, you know, you can start and just figure like you'll learn as you go. But, um, but yeah, I preferred to start working with a team and have people who I could, um, like go to with questions or just learn from being around them and seeing the way that they worked. So working there really did give me that experience. Um, I was there for four years and yeah, we had an amazing team of nutritionists. We all kind of focused on different areas. It wasn't really structured, but we just, you know, better off for everybody if we didn't overlap too much on what we were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then working with the clinical pharmacists and with the naturopathic doctors was just amazing. I learned so much from them that I definitely would not have learned on my own. And it's come up, it's been really, really useful um, working in basically the last three years I've worked in sleep exclusively mm-hmm. and done some additional education just to work with clients for sleep. Um, and yeah, that clinical experience has been 100% valuable. I use it in my conversations every day. Um, cause there's a lot of questions about hormones, questions mm-hmm. about really obscure supplements that if I didn't work there, I would have no idea. I yeah. really wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then questions about other health things and how that affects sleep, like thyroid or um, really anything that mm-hmm. uh, that you can measure <laughs> on a test. Um, I got a, a lot of exposure to that kind of um, just learning mm-hmm. when I was there. So I'm able to answer people's questions in a more educated way now. Um, yeah, just pulling from that. 
Yeah, I also worked in um, a supplement store when I first graduated. And I remember that was like such a big learning curve for me. I felt like at the beginning, like, oh my gosh, there's so much to learn. And I know a lot from nutrition school, but like, boy, now I have to like really kind of get on the horse and like get my knowledge, you know, going and, and uh, yeah, just keep up to date with things. Cause I felt like the questions that would come in uh, to the supplement store were just really like practical life questions um, that just like really made me gain a lot of like knowledge and specialty in just having that real life kind of work with clients where, you know, up to that point, like going to nutrition school, you're more just learning like the educational piece and you're more just learning about like the science of nutrition and things like that, but you're not necessarily learning like the client piece. So I felt like personally in the supplement store, it was just like, so back and forth with like, Oh, these, these are kind of like practice clients. And I really need to know what I'm talking about. And personally, it just gave me that experience to like stay on, on my toes with things. Right. I just had to like know my stuff and be really confident about it. So yeah. Is that kind of how you felt too? Oh yeah. Cause you have to have an answer on the fly or you have to know what you can look up quickly because you've got Mm -hmm. this person standing right in front of you. And it's not like in a consultation when you knew they were coming and you prepared for them and you send them questions ahead of time or whatever. And people are very open. I found in the NutriChem store anyway, people are very open about telling you about what's going on with their health and asking you a question. And, and obviously you're not a doctor and you're not replacing that, but you're trying to be helpful to them um, as much as you can be in that moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you kind of need to have like, okay, this is the way that I answer this type of question. These are my favorite brands for quality. And this is why, and these types of products are for this and not for this. And you can't, you learn so much about that working in the store. Like, you know, I just, I remember there's two, there's like two vaginal suppository, um, like probiotics. Yeah. 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 yeah, The two different brands. And the first time this woman asked me, well, why is there two and why do they have different ingredients? Why, like, are they for the same thing or are they for different things? And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do so much research to answer that question for you. It's like, I couldn't answer it on the spot. But then as soon as she left, then I realized, okay, anytime I have a minute free, in the store and there is no customers, I pick a random supplement and I research it because mm. somebody's going to ask me <laughs> about every single thing here and I need to know. Right. So yeah. 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 It's like being paid to kind of awesome. like up your knowledge base, which is really cool. Um, yeah. At least felt yeah. that way for me. So I'm also curious, you mentioned a lot about like how the naturopath clinic was like so helpful in like broadening your skills, like, um, as a practitioner and helping you like learn more and really like be on your toes and have like practical information you could share with clients. But I'm wondering if you learned anything from the clinic about like how to start your own business, because I know you also have your own business where you help clients with insomnia and sleep. So, um, when, when you were at the clinic, like were you kind of gaining that knowledge and building your business, or did you feel like you had learned almost nothing about your business and you had to start from scratch? Um, uh, a bit of both. I mean, 
there, I was an employee, but I would say they did encourage us to be entrepreneurial in like, if you have an idea and it will make you more money and it will make the clinic more money, then they'll support you in doing it a hundred percent. And they'll mm-hmm. be open to listening to your idea um, and, and making it real. If, if they agree that it will be helpful for clients and helpful for for me and for the business. Right. So, um, they were very, very encouraging of entrepreneurial type ideas, um, and trying different things and seeing if it works. And that's what a business is all about. Um, but I didn't really, like, I didn't learn how to go off on my own, um, Mm. as a coach, but at the time I didn't think of myself as a coach at all. Um, I thought of myself as a holistic nutritionist Mm -hmm. and, um, it wasn't until later because I was there for four years. And then, um, at a certain point I decided to move to Costa Rica. (laughs) Oh yeah. Talk (laughs) about. Yeah. So I did that and that's when I left the clinic. Um, and, uh, I ended up working at an eco lodge in the jungle in Costa Rica. And that really combined my nutrition and my hospitality management and my yoga that kind of combined all of that into one pretty cool role. Um, and then the pandemic hit and we didn't really have any guests anymore Mm, (laughs) at our, at the eco lodge. So then I thought, all right, I'm going to go back to nutrition. Um, online, but actually in the last, um, I forget a little bit like six months to a year that I was at the clinic. Um, I started offering what we called sleep lifestyle consultations just because people had so many questions about sleep that I was answering for them in the store. And some of those conversations were getting longer and longer and, and along the lines of um, them encouraging us to be entrepreneurial. They said, well, Lauren, you're having a lot of long conversation about sleep. Why don't we take those into the clinic so people can sit down and have your undivided attention. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, we can help people better like that. But I, I actually didn't have any other, um, designation. I was still a holistic nutritionist. So we just made it like a holistic lifestyle consultation, Mm -hmm. um, so that it was understood, you know, that, uh, that, you know, I wasn't replacing the role of a doctor or anything like that for sleep. It was just about aligning your lifestyle to help you create good sleep. And I had my first handful of clients for sleep at, at NutriCam actually. And I loved it and it went really well. And I got great feedback from the clients who I had there and I really enjoyed it. I personally enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the nutrition stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to make any meal plans, which was a bonus for (laughs) me because I didn't like making meal plans. Yeah. It was a (laughs) thing. Um, and yeah, and, and it it was closer to my heart just because I had had that experience myself of, um, having poor sleep and having no idea how to take control over it because it's a part of our life that we don't feel that we have control over, right? It's Mm -hmm. like a mysterious thing. You're not conscious when you're sleeping and how do you transition from consciousness to subconsciousness or to, um, out of our regular consciousness. So 
Yeah. Um, that started there. And then when the pandemic hit, um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take my skills and go online. And I signed up for, um, a coaching course that was for creating a business online, like for Mm -hmm. online coaches. Um, and that really helped me get started. And then along with that, I did a couple courses in sleep science that I also did it all online because I was in Costa Rica. Um, so that's when I got my certification as a sleep science coach as well. And, um, and I also did a course in CBTI, which was something I had been a patient of, um, CBTI is offered by doctors and therapists. So I don't offer CBTI, but I wanted to do the course just so I had a a deeper understanding of the sleep science and when certain lifestyle interventions are helpful and when they're not, because with sleep, there is a whole bunch of, um, of other health factors that Mm -hmm. can impact our sleep or that sleep can impact and vice versa. So yeah, I just wanted to have a better scientific background on all of that. Mm-hmm. So I did that and started my coaching business online and never looked back. Amazing. <laughs> it's for years now and I still somehow I'm figuring it out. It's yeah. like every day I'm, I still feel like I don't fully know how to be an entrepreneur, but somehow I've made it work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just keep following that passion. I love, like, thank you so much for sharing that story of like graduating, going to the naturopath clinic, um, then like shifting, going to Costa Rica, and then now starting your own practice. I think so many people could probably relate with that of maybe like feeling like they're bouncing from thing to thing without knowing kind of that thorough line. But it sounds like, you know, every little piece of that built you into the practitioner and coach you are now, which is really cool. Are you still using contact forms and dealing with endless back and forth to reach new nutrition clients? Streamline your booking process with Go Rendezvous. You can allow your clients to book in instantly on your website and make your practice run smoother than ever before with this all-in-one practice management software. Get features such as two-way SMS reminders, online payments, Zoom and QuickBook integrations for only $29 a month. Experience the difference with a free trial or book a one-on-one demo. Visit GoRendezvous.com today. That's G-O-R-E-N-D-E-Z-V-O-U-S.com. GoRendezvous.com. So I'd love to just like uh, kind of get an understanding of like, what does your business look like now? Like kind of anything you want to tell us about it, like how many hours do you spend on it a week? Like, do you just help people with sleep or like, are you, do you stay niche down or do you help anyone? Like, yeah, just kind of give us an idea of like what it looks like right now. Yeah. So in my business right now, uh, my business is called Coaching for Insomniacs. I started with just helping people reverse problematic sleep, whether it's diagnosed as insomnia or not. Um, and I currently still offer my insomnia reversal package, and I also spend um, <clears throat> most of my day with uh, a big client. So I have one big client. Um, they're called Crescent Health. They've hired me for most of my time. So pretty much 
um, like almost equivalent to a full-time job I put into um, working with them. And what that means is that they've hired me to coach their clients. They find clients and they give them to me. And um, they've also hired me to create some of their content. So, and it's all around sleep and circadian mm-hmm. health. So I do work just just in sleep that ends up encompassing some nutrition as well because our nutrition has an impact on our circadian rhythm. Um, hugely actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't focus so much on the details of like recipes and that kind of thing. So what I'll do in that realm is I'll share other people's recipes or I'll say, this is a good website to get recipes that fit into this type of eating, which will help you have better balanced blood sugar so that you're not waking up in the middle of the night, for mm. example. Um, yes. So I'll more talk about ways of eating. And then if somebody is not very good at cooking or wants recipes, then I'll just send them to resources. And because of my nutrition background, I I can easily pull some resources from them. So yeah, it's certainly still helpful. And yeah, so I balance my time between working with Crescent Health and their clients and then working on my own. Um, on my own coaching clients. Um, I typically would only have one or two of my own coaching clients at a time because um, I work with someone for at least three months. Mm-hmm. That's the time that you really need to reverse problematic sleep. So that's the uh, time commitment that I require for someone to work with me. Otherwise, um, I don't, yeah, I don't want to set someone up for um, anything less than success. And I don't want to set myself up for less than success too. So that's why I offer the three-month package. But yeah, so most of my time goes towards Crescent Health and then um, little bits of time here and there. Yeah. (laughs) Like probably the way I split up my time is seven-ish hours a day on Crescent, sometimes a little bit more even. And then I do another hour or so, um, on the rest of my business. And either that's something fun like this, like talking to you mm-hmm. or, um, <clears throat> working on, um, sharing some, sharing something valuable with the people on my email list or, um, or building, like creating something that I want to share with my coaching clients or, you know, doing accounting, something like mm-hmm. that. I haven't yet hired, um, a virtual assistant, but I have started looking into options for that because mm. there are definitely things that I do that don't need to be me. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of at that point now where I'm exploring that as an option. That's awesome. Win back some of your time. Cause I can imagine, I mean, it feels like a lot running my business like full-time I get, and I can't imagine having a full-time job and then having to run my business on the side. So it sounds like um, you're good at like allotting the time needed and maybe like scaling down. So you're not taking on like too many new clients or too many new projects at once. And I'm also curious if, um, like what you use in your business to kind of make it run. Like maybe we can talk about some of the programs you use, like for your email list or where your website is hosted. Do you, if you want to share some of those pieces. 
Yeah. Uh, for my website, I use Squarespace and I do like it. Um, I don't know that, you know, I'm not saying it's the best, but I've been happy with it so far and I don't feel the need to change it. Um, and there's more things that I want to do with it. Like I haven't fully taken advantage of everything on it. Um, I have used Calendly in the past for, um, for booking. Mm -hmm. I really like Calendly. Um, I find it really simple and easy to use and it looks clean and it, you know, puts the event right in someone's calendar really cleanly. Um, but but right now I went back to using the scheduler that's offered through Squarespace. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I like it a little bit less, but it has certain functions that work better um, with my website that Calendly doesn't have. And then um, for video editing, because um, when we were talking before we started recording, you mentioned that you saw I made a little course, and um, and I also make sometimes video content for, um, for Crescent Health. So mm -hmm. I use, uh, something called Descript. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. 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 How do you like that? Oh my God. I love it. It's yeah. so easy. Um, and anything I want to learn, you know, I just YouTube how to do blah, blah, blah on Descript. Um, and yeah, if someone's listening and, and they want to get a little bit better at editing videos or editing audio, you just put, whatever you want to edit into it. And then it transcribes your video or your audio. So you can take out every time you say, um, or if you say a sentence and you thought it was stupid and you want to delete it <laughs> when you're recording it, you can just keep going and keep talking. And then you go back and you just in the transcript, highlight the, the sentence that you didn't like and delete it. And even in the video part, it does a really good job of editing it. I would always watch those cuts over and just make sure you don't have to adjust it at all. But yeah, I use that. <clears throat> I do really like it. Um, what else do I use? What, um, for social media, are you just usually using like Instagram and do you post like right in the app or do you use like any third party kind of schedulers or anything like that? I, I tried using later as a third party scheduler for Instagram. Um, for some reason it kept like glitching on me and not working well for me. So I just ditched it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't use anything else to schedule. Although I do have, um, Canva and I have the oh. premium version of Canva and you can schedule in there. So I was thinking that this year I could probably get a little bit better at scheduling. Mm. Um, and yeah, I use Instagram. I don't use Facebook anymore. Like you have to have Facebook, a Facebook business page to have an Instagram business page, but I just hid my Facebook business page, um, which is probably not recommended, but I was just hating the amount of time yeah. <laughs> that I was on social media. And I, um, I personally, I just don't like Facebook that much. So I'll probably reactivate it at some point, especially when I get a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. um, but at the moment, I'm just using Instagram and then a little bit LinkedIn. Mm. Um, LinkedIn has been an, an, a good tool for me overall. I've always, like I've had LinkedIn for a long time. Um, I don't necessarily use it that much, but mm -hmm. I get people who reach out to me and... Um, and I get people who offer me jobs and stuff sometimes on LinkedIn. Oh. So I think it's good to have like this um, 
Crescent hiring me, um, like I, I, I work for them on contracts. So even when I work for them, it's still my own business. I still have to, um, like I still use my own tools and I, you know, I track my own, um, you know, expenses and, and what they pay me. It's the same as a client paying me. So my expenses come off of that and, and all of this. So even though it's sort of like a different job, um, it's still a part of my business. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and they found me on, on LinkedIn and they offered me that position. And then, yeah, I've met some really cool people through LinkedIn actually. So I would recommend it. Um, yeah. it's, and it's a different type of person who you meet on LinkedIn than, than Instagram. I've gotten a little bit of business through Instagram. Um, but not that much actually. Like most of the business I've gotten through Instagram is um, people who someone said, oh, I know Lauren and she mm-hmm. does sleep stuff. So check out her Instagram page. And then they would write me saying, hey, so-and-so recommended me to you. So it's been a good place for people to find me um, and and con- and connect with me, even though they could connect with me through my website. but. Um, I find more people connect with me through Instagram than through my website. So yeah. yeah, that's a great point to even just bring up like, you know, where maybe the right people for you are. And, um, I mean, I'm making a total assumption here, but you know, maybe like the classic, like nine to fivers working in corporate, um, could maybe be having sleep issues, right? Like maybe there is some burnout or sleep issues going on and those people are spending their time on LinkedIn. So maybe that does make more sense than being on Instagram. So I'm glad you, you highlighted, you know, that platform. Cause I don't think a lot of people talk about it. Um, and I'm also glad you talked about, yeah. you know, social media being a place for people to maybe like, maybe they already know about you, but maybe they want to learn more or see what you have to offer. So, you know, keeping up, even if it's not posting every single day, still keeping a profile there for people to jump on and learn more about. Yeah. Um, as a business owner, you have to know who's most likely to hire you, like who actually needs your help. And then where do you find those people? Because, um, you can get, you, you can, you can build a business on referrals. Like you can put your energy into, um, into encouraging referrals, but you still have to know where to find the people who need you. And women are more likely to spend like Instagram is mostly women, right? So women are more likely to spend money on their health because we just tend to be more sensitive bodies, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) our hormones make it that way. Um, and then women are also more likely to need help with their sleep compared Mm -hmm. to men. So, and and again, our hormones play into that. And especially when we reach the age of either having babies or where we could have a baby, even if we don't, um, we're more sensitive to noise in our environment and that kind of thing. Um, I think it's, um, just maternal instincts that make us a little bit lighter sleepers. Mm. Um, but then, you know, our modern life also, <laughs> also makes us more sensitive sleepers, um, as a population. So, and the pandemic really was a hard hit on people's sleep because oh, yeah. we significantly got less outdoor time, got less, you know, less activity 
Most people just work from home. You don't even have to walk anywhere now, most people, mm-hmm. to get to work, right? Mm-hmm. So just less activity, less outdoor time, more stress equals challenges on sleep. Yeah. So, yeah. Which isn't good in general, but I guess good to be in the niche where you have something that's solving an actual problem that a lot of people are dealing with. So I think like another... um I guess even you mentioned earlier, like in the clinic setting, you know, picking cardiovascular health and digestion helped you like focus in and not have to teach on a bunch of different things. I'm assuming now, like just having the focus on sleep, do you find that it just like helps you just like create content easier and be more focused and not feel like you have to, you know, solve problems for everyone? Like, do you feel like it's been um, beneficial for your nutrition practice to like, just be so like focused on one thing now? Uh, yeah, I think in, in school, they should really teach you to niche down because being a nutritionist and just saying I'm a nutritionist, like it almost doesn't mean anything, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, okay, I help people using food and maybe supplements, but what do you help with? Right. Mm -hmm. What, what, um, what results are you trying to give people? Because people buy outcomes. They don't, you know, people will pay for something because they want to get a specific outcome. So if you know what specific outcome you can create, then, then that's what you sell. Yeah. Because otherwise people don't know what value they're getting from you. Okay. You're a nutritionist, but what does that mean? You know, what is, what kind of change does that create in my life? And people who are already kind of into the nutrition world might know what they want a nutritionist to help them with. Like someone might say, oh, you know, like I'm always bloated. So I want to hire a nutritionist or someone else might say, oh, I researched that nutritionist that nutrition might help me with my eczema. So maybe I'll hire a nutritionist, but other people might have challenges that could be solved by nutrition, but they don't know that you can solve that challenge. So I think that that part was missing for me from school is what challenges are you trying to solve? And that should be probably one to three challenges. Mm -hmm. Like what, what positive outcomes are you trying to create and then you speak to those positive outcomes and that's when you'll find the people who actually want to work from you with you and you know and if you do niche down it doesn't have to be a super super narrow niche but at least a little bit then you can become a better expert in that realm yeah. um because there's so much to learn it's like you go to your your gp to your family doctor And their main job is to refer you out to specialists because they can't know everything. It's impossible. I have so much compassion for people who work as as a GP. They're supposed to know everything. (laughs) It's not possible, right? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like nutrition's like that. You can't know everything and you can't, you can, you know, you can try to working with different kinds of clients for sure and seeing what kinds of people you like to work with. But, but even if like, even at Nutricam, when I worked with people for digestion, which was mostly bloating, um, and, and for lowering quote unquote, bad cholesterol for managing cholesterol, 
even then I would get different kinds of clients. I didn't always get those exact clients, but at least, um, at least niching down gave the clinic a way to market me for specific things. Um, and then that's kind of how we worked really well as a team at NutriChem because, um, like some of the nutritionist, um, like one niched out and did more sports and ketogenic. And then another one did nutrition for kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then what else do we have? I'm trying to think. And then, yeah. And then I did, um, I did the cardiovascular and digestion and yeah. I'm forgetting a little bit now, but yeah. well, it's been a while, yeah. but it's, you make a good point. It's easy to refer to the specific nutritionist or specific coach if they have something that they're focusing. And that, like you said, the, the expert in, right. You can trust a little bit more that this person isn't spreading themselves thin to know everything about everything. They're just very much an expert in those one or two or three things versus, you know, every single piece. Yeah. And you'll get other kinds of people who come to you anyway. So you'll get broader experience anyhow. Um, but that way you just, you really have a way of marketing yourself because yeah. otherwise, yeah, saying I'm a nutritionist, it's like too, for me, it's too vague. It's hard to market. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then with sleep, even in the realm of sleep, it's pretty broad. Like mm-hmm. sleep is okay. Is that sleep apnea? Is that sleep disorders? Is that sleep hygiene? Is that like biohacking for sleep? Is that insomnia reversal? Is that sleep for new moms or sleep for babies? You know, there's a ton in there. And in even like within the realm of sleep, um, I see, I mean, the coaches who do um, like who run a good business and who do coaching for new moms and babies, they do very well. Um, but there's a lot of them. And when I started coaching, I wanted to coach adults because I wanted to coach people who had the problem that I had um, because yeah. I didn't find an easy solution. It took me five years to figure it out, going to different doctors, different like I had three different doctors I went to, I had different practitioners. I was trying all kinds of wacky bedtime routine crap that wasn't helpful. Cause then I had like a long list of things I thought I had to do before bed. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just realized, man, nobody's put all of the stuff I've learned in this time into one package. So then yeah. I thought I wanted to do that just to help my former self. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'd say if, if somebody's listening to this and they want to start a nutrition business, um, go with what you're most passionate about. Cause I didn't end up sticking with the cardiovascular stuff because I wasn't really that passionate about it. You know, it didn't, um, it wasn't applicable to me. Oh yeah. We had, we had someone who focused more on weight loss as well. Mm-hmm. And I, would would not be the one to focus on weight loss because that's just um, an experience I haven't had in my own life. And so I don't have the same, um, I just don't have the same compassion as if I went through that myself, I would have, you know, I would have that, that experience and I could speak to it better. So I, I would say send weight loss clients to someone else. Cause that's not the challenge that I wanted to work with. Um, and so 
I think in the realm of, of any type of health coaching, it's really good to pull from your own life experience because that's where you have the most compassion and wherever you have the most compassion, that's where you have the most motivation too. So mm, yeah, I think that's that a really you'll help point. people more. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're interested in it and you want to wake up every day and talk about this thing and solve someone's problem with that thing, I think you're totally right. And I just wanted to say like the last like five to seven minutes of the conversation that you were um, explaining, you know, have something really clear to focus on, like an outcome to sell. And that was all like gold. So if you're listening to this right now, you can always go back, <laughs> rewind, listen to Lauren, um, say that all again, because I think you gave some really good nuggets of advice in there um, that obviously you have from your own personal experience. And um, maybe looking back now on nutrition school, like you said, and what you wish you maybe came out with. And I think that's really helpful especially we get a lot of people listening that are still students, still in school. So I think that was just great advice for, for those just getting started now. Thanks. I'm glad yeah. I can help. Yeah. yeah. It's been, Thank I you. think I graduated seven or eight years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> I've tried a, a while. Time. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing your experience and like, I, I just love this conversation because I think you've had so many different paths, like in, in clinic, in more of like Costa Rica retreat space, online as your own business, working for a company. Like, you're definitely a resource when it comes to, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like a traditional one-on-one nutrition coaching. And that's the only way to do this. Like, you've really shown how you've used your education in multiple different ways. So I feel like this conversation is going to touch a lot of different people who maybe want to try out these different opportunities and um, maybe you've just given them the path to do so. So thanks again for coming. This is, this has been really fun. Thank you so much for having me. And, uh, yeah, it was amazing to chat with you again and get caught up, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been really fun. Um, before I um, hit stop on record, I would love for you to just share with everybody um, like where they can find you, maybe if that's on your Instagram, on your website, just share any links uh, right now with the audience. Okay. Yeah, you can find my website at uh, www.coachingforinsomniacs.com. Um, if you know someone who needs help with reversing their insomnia, I have a whole page on there explaining that. So you can dive in there. I am on Instagram um, using my name, which is Lauren DeFell, and it's just Lauren.DeFell with two F's and two L's. Um, and then same thing on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn just as Lauren DeFell. So you can find me there. Perfect. I'll make sure to put that all in the show notes for everyone to follow. And yeah, I also recommend if you have clients with sleep issues that you personally don't want to help send them over to Lauren. I know you're such an expert in this space. Um, so definitely get those referrals going, <laughs> send them Lauren's way. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, you can do amazing things with nutrition for sleep as well. And then just if there's a, a tougher client um, where you can't quite crack the code for their sleep stuff, then I'm here for that. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming. It's been, it's been a blast. Awesome. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.